Check one, check two, this is it. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. With your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming back again and again. We are, uh, are we here to win? What are we here to do? We're here to do the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I'm here to uh, drink a little bit of coffee and uh, have a little cannabis and uh, kick it. Uh, talk about, there's a, there's so much going on right now with the cannabis world in New York. Like I just watched this like PBS special and you know I'm sounding smart when I drop some PBS. <laughs> so I, I just drank some PBR and watched some PBS. And uh, no, this uh, special is amazing. Uh, but it, it, it spoke about um, the legalization market and the non-legalization market in New York. And I have to say, I'm pro-regulated um, cannabis in New York. If, you, if they're doing it the right way, it was saying how much different it is between all these different states. And right now, there's 21 states that are legal. Uh, including uh, my home state, Washington, D.C. Um, not Virginia. I didn't live in Virginia for a minute. But uh, D.C., but California, Colorado, and a bunch of others. But then there's New York City, where I'm um, broadcasting from and around the world. Um, but, uh, yeah, as a guy that's on the street uh, uh, every day, uh, goofball stoner, um, yeah, I, over the years, I've seen the black market, like the bodega, like that was like the classic herb, nickel bag um, herb. But then it, I think it just, there was so much money on the table that the underground market really blew up as uh, legalization became more normalized. Um, and then, you know, the, the powerful hydroponics and then kind of... Uh, you know, the older I get, the more I understand about organic and uh, eating right. And we all are. Everybody's figuring out, like, the toxic uh, stuff that's out there. I mean, that people didn't even talk about in the 80s and 90s, you know, in terms of, like, organic foods and uh, GMOs. I didn't know what a GMO was in <laughs> 1980. Um but I am drinking some uh, coffee in 2023 um, and uh, some really good organic coffee. I did get another bag of Stumptown. Um, I have to say, yeah, I'm kind of a coffee snob. I'm kind of a herb snob, but in my own sense, you know. Um, but I do like cheap I like all coffee. I like all herb. <laughs> all herb and all coffee and all pizza are pretty much, you know, they're always pretty good. Uh, excuse me. I, I hate when people burp on the mic, and I just did a little bit. Um, I have been watching some podcasts and listening to some podcasts, but also trying to write. Not trying to write. I am writing. A lot of writing is just like looking at it over and over again and fucking with it and fucking with it. So I've been doing that. Um, trying to stick the landing. I have been. Uh, this thing that I'm writing on. I think it just needs one more push. That's the only, like, super, when you do the super concentrated, like, 
oh shit, my back's hurting and I need to drink water uh, work to it. That's the real work. That's the focus focus. Um, but yeah, now let's focus on this. I got some uh, bomb-ass coffee from Ethiopia. This is Stumptown. Like, uh, my brother-in-law hooked me up with, like, a subscription to Stumptown. But, like, four months. I think this might be the last month. Or five months or six months. But um, this is Ethiopian. And this is... I know I'm going to mess up this town, man. Um, pronouncing it. Fifth, uh, this is... This is their single origin from Ethiopian. And it's more deep coffee more to coffee uh, a complex and floral cup sparkling with notes of nectarine melon and jasmine whoa nectarine nectarine that's a, such a good word man uh hook me up with some nectarine um let's see this relationship holla Gabra owns and operates two farms in a washing station under the Mata Coffee name. Okay, so this is like the guy that grows the beans. This is their family. This is their farm. Short for Mora Mora River Valley Development Coffee. For decades, Halle's leadership has helped out the Ghana region. I know that. On the map as an origin of the high for high quality coffee harvest Mordecai uh, Morta coffee represents Hala's own farms as well as the network of neighboring producers to buy from let us grow together is one of Mordecai's core principles oh I love it let us grow together uh, yeah the cannabis industry the comedy industry uh, the coffee industry, that's where I'm trying to grow into. <laughs> and the music industry, too, because I do love me some comedy and music. I want to talk about comedy and music in coffee and cannabis in this podcast. I can feel um, those are the ones I'm naturally I can talk about for over uh, 45 minutes and maybe an hour if I put some beats on it or if I'm feeling inspired. But I'm definitely feeling inspired by the, uh, this coffee. Uh, and growing together with this podcast. So, so please like and subscribe. Uh, or don't if you're not into that. Go over to the YouTube and subscribe to that. Or never listen. I mean, there's just so much stuff out there that to me, I just want to plant it something positive and work on it. Is it the biggest podcast? Is it the best? I don't know. It's But there's nothing like it out there. The Cannabis Coffee Hour is me. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'll tell you about my uh, trials and tribulations a little bit. But also, uh, you know, I want to interview cats. I had great guests. Um, I got to see the play Harder They Come um, at the Public Theater. Shout out to the Public Theater and Harder They Come. And Jeanette Hazel. uh, uh, Yeah. Wait a second. I want to make sure. Justine Hazel. Uh, Justine Hazel, who was on our episode, uh, she was amazing. And I got to go see the play Harder They Come. Um, and it blew my fucking mind. It was one of the best. And I actually did also see Hamilton. Um, and I think this one's better. I'm not hating on Hamilton. 
But uh, this, I mean, if you like reggae music and if you want to get a little spliff and go out with your chick or your dude or your dude or your chick or your friend or your alien or your cat or your stepmom or your real mom or your grandfather. Um, and I went to a 2 p.m. show, so I definitely had a little cannabis. I had definitely had a little bit of coffee. I took my chick and uh, we went and saw Harder They Come and it was amazing. Um yeah, it was a great, great experience. Yeah, the the, the music-wise, they had a full reggae band. It's not always on stage, but at key parts, it pops out like in a rolling, like theater, like one of those rolling stages and kicks it. And the stage design is sick. It's like Jamaica and then all these house speakers. And then the backdrop is like a blue screen, but they're throwing like sunsets. And the actors are all singing all this amazing uh from the album harder they come uh music by jimmy cliff and then there's like a couple new numbers that smack uh there's this one dude that played the dealer like the low-end weed dealer who was so funny in it man and then uh the main character is amazing um yeah and it's everything that we talked about um, just country boy going into the big city trying to be a big star. I feel like that sometimes. And that's what the Cannabis Coffee Hour is, you know. You know, we just keep on going. We keep on flowing. And then I had Mike Kaplan on. That was a great one. We did that in the park. I mean, I listened to the sound. Like, I'm a fan of this podcast. I've been listening to him and going back and, uh, you know, subscribe to the YouTube. Put up some comments if you like something or you don't like something. Um... You know, let's get it popping. But at the same time, I'm going to do it at my own pace and at my own um, style. And I think that's the gig, man, especially when you're doing like podcasts or, you know, content creation. Oh, man, that is fucking delicious, delicious, delicious coffee. Probably one of the best sips of my life right there. <laughs> I haven't been smoking that hard. like So I had a little bit right before this podcast. So I'm out. I've been working on my right uh, script writing and stuff. And then, um, uh, you know, I uh, and I've been just busy. And I've been doing some shows. Shout out to Young Ethel's. <laughs> Uh, shout out to, that's just like one of these venues. Tonight, if you're in the Lower East Side, I'm doing this bar called One and One. I'm just going up and working out material. I am headlining Philadelphia in May um, at the Punchline Comedy Club. So I'll be doing a full hour. Um, let me get that date out there. I mean, I'm not trying to be plugmatic, but I also want you to know what I'm doing, especially if you want to come out and see. I would love to see people from the podcast. Uh, sometimes they pop up, sometimes they don't. But uh, the barn in Egremont, Massachusetts, I'm going to be there April 13th. That's a long, big set. And then the punchline in Philadelphia on May 18th. Those are like serious tickets and you got to do it um, I'm doing Pete's Candy Store next week. Tonight I'm going to be in the Lower East Side. Pete's Candy Store is uh, in Brooklyn, in Williamsburg. If you're from out of town or if you're in New York, that's a good one to check out. It starts at like 10. And uh, it's definitely smoker-friendly um, in the back or out front. You know, it's New York. Cannabis, like I said, is like 
it's not like in the bar, but it's definitely nobody's gonna nobody can really say anything to you. Like the cops barely say anything to you. And I I have been seeing like how they're applying pressure on the illegal market. Is they're gonna start like fining them like two hundred fifty thousand dollars um, if they're illegal? That's what I heard on the street. Um, or read when I say heard on the street it's mostly I read a newspaper or I saw a website or I had a conversation with somebody um, but uh, yeah it's a uh, so they're gonna find those but I will say uh, I'm uh, this dude uh, back home cannabis that is some of my favorite favorite cannabis I ran out of it every time I get it I run out of it he grows it literally like oranges, like outside, and it's from Housing Works. Shout out to the Housing Works in NYC. That literally is like, and then there's the other brand that's, if you want something a little bit stronger, some of those pre-rolls um, from that hash company was amazing. Um, I want to make sure that I get them. I want to make sure I get my, uh, my, um, my shout-outs correctly. You know, I mumble and jumble. You know what they used to call herb back in, like, the roaring 30s? They used to call it mumbles or uh, muggles. Because, you know, people go... Let's see here. Ramble on. I just want to give these guys a shout-out. Like, the housing... Like, they have, like, three or four main projects. The last time I went in, then... Oh, Lobo. Anything about the Lobo company is amazing. Um, I want to make sure they get a good shout out too, because if you like, like I put that up against anything in California, maybe not the super dabs and all that stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't want to talk too big on this shit. People get, but as a connoisseur, I would say back home cannabis is my favorite. Um, and you know, they only have like three or four strains and what the cats are saying, what I saw her on this PBS uh, documentary was um, that was interesting to me was yeah because New York doesn't have a big grow cycle like California you can grow cannabis all year long but in California there's only it only is it's cold up here that's when I moved up here um, in 2005 um, from California but originally I'm a DC Virginia cat but the one thing I remember was it's a, it's significantly like 10 to 15 degrees colder up here so the cold season lasts a little bit longer and it's a little bit harder um, especially don't mess around with buffalo I mean they're practically Canada like <laughs> you know uh, it just gets deep deep snow up there and then here you know it's still fucking cold out there you still gotta wear a winter hat make sure you have the right jacket you definitely don't want to get the sniffles and uh, in this wild, wild environment. I haven't been rocking my masks as much, but I, I still sneak it on for the grocery store here and there. Uh, if there's nobody around, I don't. But on the street, no. Sometimes, you know, comedy clubs, like I said, I have this like nasal spray that's like all vitamin D that supposedly like blocks um, viruses coming in through your nose. Um, you know, a layer of vitamins. I definitely, I remember people not believing in vitamins. I definitely, I mean, I do think you need to get it through, through I mean, through fruits and vegetables. 
but I love me some emergency. Those packets, emergency, a real stone, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, especially if you do the road and, or if you're traveling a lot, like I always have like at least like six to 10 packs of that shit on me all the time. Like the thing about vitamin C and my mom taught me this is like, if you're not feeling that good, but the studies say like you can take it every like two or three hours. Like it's still, it's just like a supernatural blast of killing the bullshit. The toxicity of our city. Yeah, cities have a lot of toxicity. I do yearn for nature a lot. This back home cannabis, maybe I'll get a job with them. Maybe I'll just, uh, you know, drive a tractor. And uh, and and I have I, I knew a lot of people in California that worked um, at grow spots. I did a bunch of gigs in Tahoe. Great gigs, man, um, with the marijuana logs. And I remember there was like, a, yeah, um, when, you, when you start getting up into Northern California and you start going up in those Humboldt areas, like that seems to be like one of the side gigs that evolved. But it didn't evolve like in 99 for me. I mean, they were up there, it was, but it was still kind of gnarly in uh, backcountry. But as I got older, like around 2010 and 2011, a lot more people I knew uh, worked at like harvest. You would go up and you would harvest. And they say it's really hard work, actually. The word on the street is like, you work and it's so much weed, like you, but you're in there and there's a deadline. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing you like, you go, you know, work is still work. And sometimes if you're around a lot of cannabis uh, and you don't like cannabis or you like, like me, I'm just a, like a joint and a half uh, a day or every other week type cat. You know, I don't dab. Um, you know, right now I'm like almost down to just doing this podcast and especially after shows and stuff like that or sometimes working out. I definitely like using it for nature. But it's also a good balance uh, that's why I want to give a sh shout out to the, the best CBD gummies that I've been using to sleep this past week, and I haven't been huffing herb at all. Was uh, not hot. They're really. It's like these CBD. It's called, but the brand they taste good. Sometimes I get shit that's like tastes terrible. This stuff tastes good, and I always end up sleeping. And I'm a guy that never, like, if I'm not smoking pot, like it's, uh, you know, I'll definitely go a day and a half without sleeping or I'll just be laying there and maybe get like a half an hour or an hour and a half. Um, so that's why I always loved herb is like I can sleep. <laughs> and I didn't like I did have some dreams this week and I had some I had one little nightmare and I woke up and I was like, wow, that's the best part. I like that part is when you wake up after a nightmare and you realize it's not true and you're like, oh, and then you're like, oh, shit, I can go back to sleep without thinking about that shit. But then the worst part is if you go back to sleep and then you start thinking about that shit again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I had, some, I had some weird dream that my teeth were falling out. And, uh, and I just accepted it like it was like they got knocked out or some fillings got knocked out. And I, it, I really felt it. It felt real. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, that didn't happen. Yeah, and then you get uh, I get that <laughs> I get adrenaline rush like, ah oh, yeah, and then I go back to bed, and uh, I didn't dream back to it, but I rarely dream because if I'm smoking a lot of pot, 
And uh, this week I haven't been. I've been using the CBD. And um, yeah, that's a, a, a surreal moment. But yeah, just shout out to the last uh, Shanali uh, on 209 Balmick. That was a great episode. Justine Hazel, Mike Kaplan. Um, I've just been having a blast with having guests on. But I also like doing the solo ones. I'm, you know. I know I'm not the best interviewer, and sometimes I talk over cats, or sometimes, you know, because I'm maybe a little herbed out, uh, I might wander here and there. But I'm learning, and I do think, that's what I always thought about podcasts, that I like the punk rock aspect of it all. Um, I like it clean and super professional, too, but, you know, in terms of growing something uh, dope and, and kind of weird and out there, uh, it's nice to... Um, it's just, I, it's a good, it's a good little art form to run and gun a little bit, if that makes any sense. God, I'm so bummed I'm at the end of this coffee. Uh, these are the tunes I've been listening to. I, I will say my favorite, not my favorite, but it's, the, I mean, it is real hip hop and it's weirdo hip hop and it's dope. Uh, JPEG Mafia, who I didn't really know. A lot of these new rappers, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not all up to date, you know. Um, and, and media is like so big, it's hard to absorb everything, and especially with hip hop exploding so much in the mainstream. Um, but JPEG Mafia, I didn't know, but I always liked Danny Brown, um, always liked his style. Like the clips, like I have to say, I've called some of the big ones early. But no, the JPEG, Danny Brown, uh, JPEG Mafia, Danny Brown scaring the hoes is like one of the sickest, like. Rap tunes I've heard, hip-hop tunes I've heard in a long time. And it's way different, and it's way out there, and it's very, very experimental. But it's working with kind of the elements, like, instead of sampling, why don't you sample, like, weird shit? Like, it's just this weird jazz loop, and then it's, like, hand claps. And I always like hand claps. And then it's, like, this funky-ass, like, drum kit breakbeat. That drops in the middle of it. And then it's just like two, two little, not like, it's like two choruses and a couple raps. And that's all hip hop is, it's just a funky beat. But then they approach it just super creative. I was really in the video, it's super, it's just got their own voice and their own style. Um, it was, uh, yeah. Shout, and then for some reason, I've been listening to a lot of Smashing Pumpkins. Rocket, that I keep on playing that song. That's what I've been into. Uh, a lot of Smashing Pumpkins and a lot of JPEG Mafia, Danny Brown. Well, I just know that one tune. And then the Smashing Pumpkin, I've just been playing Rocket over and over. And the video looks so sick. Uh, Smashing Pumpkin, Rocket. Try check out the the uh, the original video. It's just amazing. Um, and then I was just thinking like how big back then, like how big the budgets for videos were. Now, you know, even somebody like Danny Brown, like the video is great, but they do it kind of all low grade. That even, even the dudes that got money want to make it look like it was, it, 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 it's punk rock and kind of broke. Uh, Cause that's what the aesthetic is now. Or just like, I think there's like such a wave of media. I, the generations below me like have this like, ironic like 
uh, gist to a lot of it because they see through a lot of the bullshit. And like anything, I think if it's good and pure, like even in uh, your electric art or whatever, that's what I was ranting about all state. Like everybody's talking about this like AI G chat thing. Um, but a G chat's not 3D. I'm 3D. I can spit around. I can walk and talk. I'm not worried about these new Google guys. I don't care what they're writing. I mean, I know all the arguments out there, but in terms of like being, you know, I guess that's what I'm trying to kick to is like in terms of like just being like in my meditations, I've been working on like just being centered and working from the center. Because uh, when you start to swing out to the fringes, when when your mind kind of goes all over the place. But it's nice to swing when you're on cannabis a little bit. But mostly you want to stay uh, centered. So I've been doing that. And uh, I, doing this podcast weekly is kind of a meditation. It's a, you know, keeps me centered. It keeps me something um, that I like doing. Uh, I, I like making the beats. I like uh, growing it. And then I also know I'm documenting something that has never been seen before and but it's been going on at a slow rate but i have to say that i've been there along the whole time <laughs> a lot of people are like rob you're still smoking i'm like yeah man um i didn't start smoking to way past 20 no i was over 21 like i made it through high school without smoking and i would say yeah it you gotta wait till the brain um develops all the way and I think all these mushrooms, I mean, that's kind of what I want to do with this podcast is kind of like talk it out, be simple about it. You know, I just like things straight up and simple, <laughs> but I know life isn't that way. That's the thing, man. Like I did like 20 minutes of meditation and then I went right into like a car and got into like the longest ass fucking, uh, um, traffic jam like there was just so much construction out there and i was just like jammed up and uh i think my old self would have lost it like i would have just wigged out or turned or you know yelled or but i just was like fuck it this is it and i just kind of like sometimes you just gotta especially in new york you just learn to fucking grin and bear it that's why uh a lot of it's just not like new yorkers aren't mean it's just like you know, it's just a lot of motherfuckers, man. Uh, I shouldn't say motherfucker. I don't... I like that word. Excuse me. I hate burping on the mic. Stop that, Rob. Um, but it's natural. It's gas. I'm, I'm smoking herb. I'm, I'm talking a mile a minute. Uh, I don't know if it's a mile a minute. I got some coffee. I'm going to burp a little bit. I got to be au natural. I got to be me. It's all about going back. Yeah, I want this pos uh, podcast... You know, I think I'm just going more towards the natural route. I want to document, like, um, home, like, kind of outdoor-grown cannabis, um, these farms I'm really interested in, and just, like, getting back out to nature. Um, but I love the city because I get to walk around, and uh, I love doing stand-up comedy and just pushing it that way. So, I don't know. I got my foot in all worlds and no worlds and this world and one world. Um, one love. Ja Rastafari. 
I don't. Oh shit! I listened to some great. I will say that the the Bob Marley station on Sirius is great. Um, I heard a cut that I've never. You think you heard all of Bob Marley's mixes or remix, and they got something, and then Stephen Marley's got something, then his kids are got something. I mean, that is just amazing. Um, Jamaica is a special place, especially for the cannabis culture. It's a very special place. Um, but cannabis has been everywhere. I mean, you could say that about everything. But uh, New York City is very interesting, man. I have to say how it's playing out is very interesting. And I think just, I mean, let's say New Yorkers are smarter. It's just like there's so many people. It's so much drama. All that shit is like it makes people attack problems in a different way. And sometimes it's the, like a really smart, efficient, high end. And that's where I kind of see it going um, with all the social justice, I guess. I guess Housing Works, you know, finds housing for AIDS patients. Like, it's like this really empathetic, cool, like I always knew about it. Like they, they had Housing Works would do like there was like thrift stores and stuff. So I guess it's a nonprofit that will help out um, AIDS patients and homelessness. And, um, but they've become like, that's so smart how they did that. Um, and I have to say like how it's run, it just seems like people of New York running it. And then the companies that they got is great. And the cannabis is great. And, um, and how it's advertised, like it went into, yeah, like I don't like all that (laughs) Ren and Stimpy, like, you know, uh, bubble gum, you know, rip, it just, yeah, they were saying, like, it shouldn't be advertised with kids. Like, I said Ren and Stimpy, but what's that other new one that everybody's listened to? Uh, not listening to, but watching. Uh, Rick and Morty. So they had, like, you know, a Rick and Morty packaged cannabis from an illegal store lined up to, like, um, a legal cannabis store, like, advertising. And it's just, like, muted colors, simple, everything. All the readout is there. How much is in it? What's in it? Um, and then it has a standards, you know, because now, you know, you're hearing about fentanyl being, you know, that's, those are some rumors. And I just wouldn't be surprised if it gets shaken through. Like I said, there's so much money on the table. Um, you know, I think that's the move with finding good, clean, organic cannabis in New York, you know, um, and getting back to nature. Getting back to Nate, I got this article on birds. I'll read you some of the name: the barn owl, the northern canary, the northern cardinal. He's all red. Um, barn owl, just owls are trippy. The ruby-throated hummingbird, <laughs> and then there's a picture of a Brooklyn pigeon. <laughs> Pigeons are the craziest man. Uh, why you always see pigeons in 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 cities? <laughs> Maybe there are other places. Birds, man, there's so many different kinds of birds, right? So many, man. It's so infinite and so trippy and so many different kinds. You know, nature is just like so fucking dope. There's just so many of us. There's so many. I guess what I was thinking is like every species, there's all different kinds, you know. But, uh. And you even go to fruit and even go back to organic cannabis, you know. So everybody, I don't want to be holier than now on any of this stuff. It's just, that's my vibe. 
Um, and me going forward, that's what I want to go with is like more organic, more outdoor grown, uh, more pacing out, more just like and more like, you know, uh, normal kind of pacing to work with even being productive in my mental health and everything um, going forward. But going forward, I got these uh, shows coming up. Uh, I've been working out a little bit. Um, I've been doing my uh, five Tibetan rites. Uh, and I've been meditating. For, I'm not trying to brag, but my 20-minute meditation has been going really easy. And I remember when that was a struggle. And now it's been, you know, I'm getting there. They say 40 minutes is where you get, like, the alpha waves going or some theta waves uh, 40 minutes when you can rejuvenate your brain. I'll just say that stat again, why meditation I think is important, that you can make a 50-year-old brain think like a, like move as quickly as a 22-year-old brain. But then if you're 50, you have all that experience. So that's where I'm trying to work it. Um, especially with comedy and, and writing and everything, you have to have like a quick, you know, I gotta have it clean and mean. And that's where meditation has been helping me. And I think cannabis is more like to relax me and entertain me. And it does, they both kind of like bring you in the moment. You can almost look at everything like a, not everything, but like playing music as a meditation or a practice. That's why sports are dope. I'm not a huge sports guy, but you got to practice. Uh, it's all about practicing. Even you when you become the, you know, but you don't want to overdo it. That's the thing I always... Like bringing it back to the center, you don't want to overdo it. Uh, you want to practice, but you don't want to make it so it's not fun anymore. Does that, does that make sense? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. This is great cannabis. This is great coffee. This has been a great podcast. I love doing this. Um, I wanted to, Yeah, I wanted to talk about the legal market... I wanted to talk about this music. I wanted to talk about these shows I went to. We got a little deep. Finish it. I'm at the bottom of this coffee. And I've been trying not to do two pots of coffee. Um, a lot of times, like, uh, I'll do this podcast and then I'll drink even more coffee because I got to edit the podcast. <laughs> but that's why you got to like and subscribe so I can hire some cats to help me with some of this editing and move this a little bit faster and smoother. I know the numbers go up if I drop it on Thursday um, for the hardcore fans. Um, and it's a, But, you know, with life and editing and everything, I gotta, you guys got to be flexible with me. Sometimes Friday, sometimes Thursday. Um, but it is... I am going to get some more guests coming up. I want to do more outside, but it's like rainy and shit right now so I wasn't gonna I talked to one like dispensary owner who wanted a legal dispensary or legal brand wanted to be on the podcast um, so we're working that out so I'm gonna interview a lot of the New York cannabis people um, shout out to my buddy um, from backwoods is that what it's called back home back home cannabis company yeah I talk, I'm gonna talk to a rep from them um, and that's like that's some of the best weed. Lobo and back, back home, they're all really good. And the pricing isn't that bad. Um, 
I think they've tried to fight to keep the price. I think they have to compete against the black market. It's a uh, or the underground market. It's it's a wild time right now. Uh, you know, they, especially with politics. I could go into all of that, but I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to make this thing too political. But I do believe in peace and love at the end of the day, and I do believe in you know. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to preach these issues, and I never wanted to be a podcast about that, but I do think, like, our, you know, AK-47s, automatic weapons, is fucking whack. Even the idea of killing people, like, the, I, talk, I talk about the will to kill, but I know, I know life is fucked up, and everybody, you know, you gotta protect your neck and all that shit, and some people grow up with guns, some people, it's hard to, but for me personally, I just think it, everything is energy. So if you have that energy around you, it's more likely that you're going to succumb to that energy. I don't know if that makes any sense. But you do got to protect your shit, and then there's weirdos and freaks. But yeah, less guns, more laughs, more music, more cannabis, more coffee, um, peace and love. Yeah, I'm, I'm a weird hippy-dippy dude at my heart. I don't know if it's weird. I mean... That's the thing I was going to say is like, everybody's weird. Everybody's weird. Like, there's no normal people. Every individual you see is somewhat unique and odd and wild in their own way. You know, everybody. That's what I see. And then I just let it go and I just say, man, I'm not, I don't want to even think about people too much. I want to concentrate on my own, like, you know, health, uh, meditation but also be kind and also be in service and help people yeah i struggle with that like whether to be too nice um you don't want to be too nice you know i think you just want to stay in the center you know and if somebody knocks you off or pulls you off then you just got to be like you just got to roll with you gotta get, get out of there uh you gotta get away from that energy you know what i'm talking about um but yeah, come out to my Philly show. If you're in New York, always check my uh, Instagram, Rob88Cantrell, for shows. Um, you know, in the future, there's going to be more podcasts, more music, uh, more stand-up. I definitely am in the works of getting a whole hour special together. I've never uh, recorded a full stand-up special. The closest, I mean, I put out two stand-up audio albums on weird you know they were good shows but it's not like i've had bigger and you know better crowds and like if i've taped some of those theater shows that i've done you know so i definitely yeah i'm going forward i definitely want to get a, a full comedy special out there um which i haven't done yet i need to do something for 420 nothing's really booked just yet so if you have a gig and you or you want to, if you have an idea, hit me up at contact at Rob Cantrell. Um, any sponsors want to jump on board? The brand is growing. The numbers have been steadily going up, and I'm not going to stop. Word is on the street that this podcast is pretty hot. Check your boy. Check your girl. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a cannabis world. We're going to fly around. We're going to get down. I'm gonna get some better cameras and some better sound. I'm gonna make some beats. I'm gonna make it unique. I'm gonna drink some coffee and then get off my feet. <laughs>
Uh, I had a little uh, flow there for a minute. All right, that's it for today. Uh, uh, for today and this week. And uh, but I love you. Peace and love to the universe around. Um, grow plants. Um, grow love. Uh, just grow, grow, grow. I'm out.